You know something, Rory? What's up? I went to an Indian restaurant last night for some garlic bread, and they had naan. <laughs> naan bread? Garlic naan? And welcome to episode five of That's Class, a podcast about things we find class, hosted by two of your favourite class holes. My name is Rory Kidd, and co-hosting with me as always is Duncan Malcolm. How's it going, Dunk? It's going really well. Very, very well. How are you today? I'm good. Um, I've had a good, good solid week. A lot of things have happened this week. And uh, yesterday, I did absolutely F.A. F.A. <laughs> so it was a- <laughs> it was it was a real uh, a real lockdown day for me where I just ran out of things to do and just sat and watched quite a lot of television. <laughs> one of the one of the things I actually watched in in its whole trilogy was the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes. So if if you've been keeping track on Disney Plus, they've just released a new TV show called The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yes, they have. And. I basically watched episode one and then thought, I can't remember. I can't remember a goddamn thing of what happened to the Mighty Ducks. So I decided oh, it's Disney Plus. They must have it. And then I didn't realize there was a trilogy. So I just watched the trilogy and that was my day. One <laughs> <laughs> excuse. One excuse. Yeah, I like the idea of Game Changers. It looks like it's, they're trying to do like a Cobra Kai thing. Yeah. Really think that it's going to, you know, 20 years later on. Yeah, and the the kid actors seem actually quite good. Oh yeah, it's a real lottery when you've got like it's like the uh, did you see the uh, Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell on Netflix? No, no, I didn't actually. That was, that was really good, and the kid actor in it, she she's not bad. But there's like a second one where some of the kid actors just he's not that he's not as good. But hey, he's getting paid, and we're not so. I guess that's a yeah. That's fine. That's a win. Win that's for him. Fine. But yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's a complete toss up when you get when you're like we'd cast a kid and the director's probably like, oh no, oh no. You get Harry. What's you're this gonna kid going to be like? You're going to get gonna... Harry Potter, or you're going to get you're going to get like well, the next yeah. Macaulay Culkin. You're going to get or... what's his yeah Dan Ratcliffe, who wasn't great as a kid actor, or Emma Watson, who was incredible as a kid actor. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Ratcliffe now, phenomenal actor, I think. Emma Watson, nowhere to be found. Yeah, don't know. She's more into fashion now, I guess, than acting. But I, speaking of Dan Ratcliffe, have you seen the uh, Escaping of Pretoria yet? Uh, uh, I have Amazon? not. Is it any good? The Escaping of Pretoria. Oh, there it, there it is. There it is. There it is. My South Australia. African accent. A South African Australian. accent. Australian. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Australian. No, it's South African accent. Yeah. We'll take that one off my bingo sheet. It's, it is actually one of the many things I like to do uh, constantly in my life. And I think I'm all right. I think it's pretty good. And when I, when, if my South African friends happen to say. listen to this podcast, they could comment and message me and tell me hey, what a terrible job I'm doing and that I should stop doing it. Welcome, beat you up. <laughs> yes. Cultural appropriation <laughs> right there. Once, once international travel is a thing now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, what have you been up to this week? You've been all right? Yeah, not too much. Working nine to five. 
What not much going on. Watched watched Aqu- watched Aqu- After we talked about Justice League, I went and watched Aquaman because it was on uh, Amazon Prime. My man, my man. That's a, it's a good <laughs> film. Like I don't it's understand. A good I don't, film. It's like it's a weird like revolving door of DC films for like some of them are terrible, and then you've got like Wonder Woman and Aquaman like holding the whole thing up. Yeah, a hundred percent. And Wonder Woman's not that wonder was pretty good uh, wonder woman 2 apparently is not that great but aquaman 1 is just mental and there's so many like bits and pieces where you think that's a bit strange but you know you just roll with it and it's just enjoyable yeah if yeah. you it's the closest marvel version of a dc movie i've ever seen because it's colorful it's funny it's action-packed and you don't take it seriously yeah you don't take it seriously i think it has some good moments i think the the plot's all right. Uh, the actors are all very good actors and actresses in it. It's it's fun. Julie Andrews is the goddamn Kraken. Like you're kind of like, what's going on? Yeah, it's bound to be a good movie with Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews voicing the Kraken. <laughs> That's a weird choice. Uh... Um, but anyway, a little bit of housekeeping for everyone who is listening, or for some reason wants to listen to this podcast. Um, if you do, just search your favorite podcast service for That's Class. We'll be right there for you waiting. We upload a new episode every single Monday morning, just in time for your commute to work or the kitchen, because so far everyone's still furloughed and we're still working from home. So if you're one of those people, you can just stick it on in the kitchen or your office. If you prefer to watch a podcast and put the faces to the voices and instantly regret making that decision, you can also find <laughs> us on YouTube the following Wednesday. Just search for That's Class. If you enjoy what we do here, drop us a five-star review. We accept five stars as a minimum and leave a like share this with your friends lie to your friends and tell them that they'll enjoy it just so that we can get a listen <laughs> you'll really really enjoy it we swear i swear i swear yeah. they're not paying me anything and yeah. that is true this is true we're not going to pay anyone just lie to your friends so that we can get the listens <laughs> uh so moving <laughs> swiftly on shall we get into the news there's been lots happening yeah, this go week for it. yeah we're, we're uh we're we're overflowing with news <laughs> <laughs> quick recap of episode two of falcon and the winter soldier what did you think i thought it was good once again uh, the winter soldier story is way better than the falcon story yeah and i quite like the new captain the spoiler new captain america seems pretty cool he's actually kurt russell's son is it uh, really so that'll be yeah it's wyatt russell he seems pretty good yeah uh, i like the fact they've given him a sidekick already i thought that was quite good i think the winter soldier just generally is cooler character yeah and it was one of these episodes where finally you know the plot's getting going we'll wait and see what happens yeah i think this this episode really kind of took it home for me that disney plus or marvel were gonna really really go there in inverted commas in terms of Mm. racial um yeah that bit i felt like that bit with the cops i felt like that bit with the cops was was kind of actually really shoehorned in I, it was, I, I don't know if it was, I, I felt quite intense on it. I was like, oh man, because it's so relevant no, no. to kind of what happened last year. It, it's relevant, but what, I'm not saying it's not relevant. What I'm saying is it felt really kind of literally they walked out and they're literally just walking. It wasn't even walking. Like They were having the a small didn't... argument. <laughs> yeah, but it was the way like the cop came around the corner. It wasn't like he was sitting outside the house when they arrived. Yeah. I think yeah. if he'd been sitting there at the start before they went in. Yeah. That it would have made more sense, whereas the co- it's the way they come spinning round. Yeah, that's like, true. The sirens on, and you're kind of like, "What the hell is going on here?" And it's, and it's not like they had the argument. Then it was like, 
a minute, five minutes later, the cops arrived or whatever. Yeah. It was like literally they started arguing and the cops just sprung up and you're like, all right, okay, so the timing's a little bit off, but you're right, it's com- very relevant. I think they're definitely going there. I think we can all see that Falcon's going to be a black Captain America by the end of this. Yeah, and I thought, again, like showing that like 50 years ago, there was a black Captain America, but because he was black, he didn't get given the the limelight like Steve Rogers did. And instead he got experimented on and then put in jail. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad time. Which is yeah. sucks. And it and it really kind of shows, it shows me that they are going to go through with, is America ready for a black Captain America? And does Falcon... Which is where they're going. Yeah, does Falcon accept the fact that he wants to be black Captain America or just Captain America? And he even says that to the small child. He's like, I'm not black Falcon, I'm yeah. just Falcon. <laughs> yeah, it's Falcon. Does uh, that make you black child? Yeah, yeah, that was a good line. And also I think I liked how they introduced the new Captain America. I can't remember his name. John Walters. Is that right? Was it Walters? Walkers? No. <laughs> Walker. 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 John Walker. Like Texas Ranger. Yeah. So I, I quite liked that it was he just wants to do the right thing and he doesn't really want to he doesn't he can't be Steve. He knows that. And he hasn't, and we noticed that he hasn't taken the serum because when he goes in and tries to help the guys out on that fight, he gets his ass handed to him. So I yeah. reckon it's probably going to go. Handed to him, really, it's going to go along the lines of John, uh, Walker will take the serum because he'll realize he needs it now, and Falcon will not take the serum because he believes that to be Captain America, you don't need it. You need. But basically, it's gonna yeah, he's gonna be Captain America. I think, I think, John, I think there might be a fake out here. I would rather see uh, John Walker continue to be Captain America, but then it turns out he's actually a Skrull. I think that would be oh, a good twist. Skrulls. <laughs> uh, the Skrulls, because they, they are coming, so... Well, they've been involved for uh, a while. Yeah, but now that Disney own all the rights to them, because there's, like, multiple characters they didn't own because they were part of the Fantastic Four. Ah. Uh, so enough. now they own... The majority of them now they can start like now we're going to find out who's who who's actually then they can do secret because they're already doing a secret war or secret invasion secret invasion show yeah so we'll wait and see but yeah fun yeah. fun times fun times speaking of fun times nice little segue is they've just released the new trailer for the suicide squad they have what did you have you they seen have. it yet um i have seen it i've watched it i sent I it, it twice i sent it to the chat so you should have seen it you did yeah i watched it i watched it twice i watched it uh and it looks good but the first suicide squad had a good trailer and we all know how that turned out that's exactly what i was gonna say is the first suicide (laughs) squad you were hooked you were dropped like the trailer looked amazing so you were like i'm gonna go see that movie and this movie was fine average (laughs) it was fine (laughs) it's fine I think it was ruined. I think it kind of, it was ruined by, and this sounds really, really bad, but it, it was basically ruined by Will Smith's character. Mm. He's the only character that's not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that this time they're focusing on Rick Flagg, which mm-hmm. is the leader of, you know, is that, uh, Joel um, Kinnaman, Idris who Elba? everyone kind of likes. No, that's Joel Kinnaman. Is that the guy with the yellow t-shirt? Yes. He's the, he's in the first one. Yeah. He was in the first one. He was the army guy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, he's the leader of the Suicide Squad. Is he playing the same character? Yep. Ah. As is Viola Davis is playing the same 
uh, Amanda Waller. Again. Yeah. Is it Viola Davis? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. But I think um, um, I think it looks incredible, and it, it it is genuinely a James Gunn movie. Like it looks like it's got James Gunn plastered all over it. And to be fair, his track record, Marvel wise, he gave us five characters that no one had ever heard of and made us appreciate and like them. So hopefully he he, does the same. The track record's quite good with Guardians 1, terrible with Guardians 2. No, but in in terms of like introducing us to new characters and things like that. Oh, yeah, he's very good at that. Like he made us like Rocket and, and Groot, you know? Yeah. I think I think it's gonna be I think there's gonna be so like obviously there, there's like twenty characters in this so some of them are gonna die like it's like, like oh, Mortal Kombat it's in, gonna be brutal in the poster or I think it was at the end of the trailer it says um, it says don't get too attached <laughs> so like it, it kind of makes me think that all these characters are just gonna die <laughs> oh half of them are gonna run away uh, <laughs> I, I hope they say, I, the only one I hope that doesn't die is really uh, Ma- uh, King Shark. King Shark, who I looked up, is played by Sylvester Stallone. Uh, did you... <laughs> Just... uh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's amazing. It was like one of the things he said in the trailer. Had or this is a bit where he eat, just before he the guy sneaks up on the guy and instead of sneaking up on him, he goes nom nom and he just picks the guy up and like eats a piece of him in half yeah you're like oh right okay and another um, another character that i can't wait to see that you see a little glimpse of is played by um is it sean gunn is that his brother yeah the rat he no it's not yeah, a rat it's, it's, it's a weasel a weasel it's yeah, meant it's to be a weasel a and you see a yeah. glimpse of him just like licking the licking glass window. and i thought it was a i thought it was a cat at first and i looked it up and it's a weasel this movie looks ridiculous and I I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks it looks as bonkers as it should be. And this is kind of like lead back like watching Aquaman and you're like, it's a fun film. This also remember, this is the same film for Superman is Jesus. Like it's the same world. Yeah, yeah, same universe. Same universe where Superman is being filmed as like it's like gods battling gods and then there's these guys just blown up an island. It looks very uh sort of the Expendables one, or like uh, Commando, like yeah. it looks like just an eighties action film. I think you you shouldn't go into this movie expecting a blockbuster style movie. You should be expecting it to to forget the world for two hours and just have some fun. And I think that's what yeah. I'm buy a big tub it. of popcorn and just sit there and laugh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, over the top laughing, speak chucking to- your popcorn uh, in the air. Yeah, that's, but that's the, moving on to that. This March thirty first, Godzilla versus Kong, exactly ah, the same thing. Yes, very excited, very excited for that because I, if you have it, go on, go on. I uh, I will watch it. I'm not terribly excited for it because I very much disliked the uh, King of Monsters movie that came out prior. I thought it was such a crap movie. <laughs> doesn't it's not supposed to be like they're probably they always seem to add these human elements i'm not yeah, watching it i don't want to watch the human all elements. i care yeah i just want to see i just want to see godzilla and kong and probably i think it's not even a spoiler at this point probably a third entity that's probably gonna be like mecha godzilla if it was like a giant robotic version of godzilla oh, wow. and i would see it's gonna be it's gonna be hopefully like a triple threat match oh that's i didn't realize that but i've uh, so i've been listening to um kind of funny podcast and they do uh, in review episodes 
mm-hmm. they've been going through every Godzilla. Uh, I think it's um, called the the MonsterVerse. Yeah, it is called the MonsterVerse. They've yeah. been going through the MonsterVerse and just review, watching them, reviewing them every week up until March thirty first, and they're going to do the Godzilla versus Kong movie. And so I've been watching along with them, and then listening to the pod afterwards. And oh my god, I hundred percent agree with what they thought about king of monsters because you've got so many characters and i think the main characters names are called like mark and emma which is just just kind of in my head shows you how average this movie is with the sort of average names of the (laughs) of the lead characters billy bobby brown very good in it she's a really good actress yeah and it's like ken watanabe's good and there's there's good characters in it it's just we don't need Nope. You don't need as much of the family drama. You, let's just cut to the chase here. Although I do, one of my favorite shots is that shot underwater where Godzilla appears out of nowhere. Is that when he destroys uh, the, the Golden Gate Bridge or something? Or is that another movie? Mm, I don't think that's a different movie. I'm talking about the one where they're sitting underwater and it's completely dark. Oh, and yeah. then Godzilla just appears out of nowhere, like complete jump scare. That's a fantastic shot. Yeah, that's good. I, I, just like, I just like the film. I'm just excited to watch, like... Two giant monsters fight each other. Yeah, uh, it's it's the same appeal as any heavyweight fight. You just want to see two guys absolutely so <laughs> punch the shit out of each other. It's it's a, it's out on March thirty first. Is there a HBO Max thing again? It is HBO Max, so I can only presume it's going on to Now TV. Now, I hope it's or, going on to Now TV and Sky. I imagine as well because that's what Justice and League Now is. TV Sky. Yeah, I think it's I think it will be on them. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat's out soon as well. It is Mortal same. Kombat is out in the, like. April seventeenth, I think. Two weeks or three weeks, yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks, three weeks. Finish him. They're all. They finish him. They're they're coming. The the films are. Uh, they're releasing, like hot potatoes at the moment. I know they're yeah, like seventeenth, which is funny because it's Saturday. We haven't had movies in so long. I feel, and now all of a sudden we're just getting so many movies in concession, like everything is just yeah, getting so released now, and yeah, even with the. Uh, we posted this on our Instagram. The release date of Black Widow movie is coming to Disney Plus. It is. Yeah, I, I think that's in June, June third or something. Yeah, yeah. They 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 made they actually screwed up with that. They could have released that way 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 earlier because it was and they were refusing to and refusing to and yeah. refusing to because they want it to be a cinema. Yeah, because yeah. they want it to be a cinema, but you, you've got warehouses probably. A warehouse full of merchandise. <laughs> yeah. Toys uh, and stuff. <laughs> that hasn't been sold. Toys and t-shirts yeah. and all sorts of shit that Disney make. And if you look on like the sales sections of things like Forbidden Planet or like Amazon, the, all the Black Widow stuff is like dropped down in price because they're trying to get rid of it because they shouldn't have it because they're stocking up for the next film. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Was it meant to be so released before WandaVision? Yeah. It was supposed to be released like May last year. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're talking about. Like, like everything's way off course. Like nothing's supposed to be where it is and where it was originally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair though, I think they've done quite well with releasing one division, then Captain Winter Soldier. I think it's kind of, I think it's quite good that they've had to stall it almost. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I have. I've just sort of gone into the rabbit hole of the TV show Killing Eve on the BBC. Right. And it's about a Russian assassin, and I'm all in for another movie about a Russian assassin. 
Assassins. Have you ever seen the film Anna? Uh, no, but I know what you're on about. Yeah, it's it's a good film. Yeah, it's actually way it's way better than it's it's way better than it has any right to be. Okay, it's quite good. It's got uh, is it Killian Murphy doing his yeah. best uh, nice. sort of James American version of James Bond. Nice, clearly he was up for James Bond for as a rumor. He was, but I think he's I think he's either a too old or b too short. Uh, or too Irish. Problem is, you got, or you have to be too Irish. Well, no, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, so, uh, Famously, the only James you, Bond to want a pint rather than a martini. Pint rather than a martini. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Moving on. Some sad news. That sad we'll, news. We'll let the yes. listeners in on. If you don't know already, yeah. Jessica Walters has died on Thursday. Was it Friday? Ooh. That. She died at the age of 80. She, If if you don't quite know the name, she was uh, Mummy Bluth in Arrested Development. Lucille, Lucille Bluth. Bluth. And she Lucille was also Bluth. Mar- uh, Mallory Archer. Archer in Archer, which yes. is one of our favourite TV shows. Well, of, so that's why we're mentioning this. Well, one of our favourite TV shows, but I've not seen it in ages. I just kind of, I kind of got out of the loop when they stopped being ISIS for very obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They stopped being ISIS and then they just kind of did like um, period drama episode, like series of Archer. And I kind of fell out of love with it. I don't know. Like I'll maybe jump yeah. back in. But it went. They went back to the last season. He wakes up. So the, the three period pieces are him in a coma. Ah. Uh, and then he wakes up from his coma in the start of season 11. And they've still got two more series to go. Ah, I didn't know that. So I, I imagine you've written here of what might this affect it for the next season. Do you think they'll pull Yeah, I don't know, do I don't know think... if she recorded any voice lines. Yeah. She, she didn't sound the same. It sounds really bad now, speaking ill of the dead, but uh, she didn't sound the same as she did the cut like the seasons before. Oh, really? Uh, in the recent season. I didn't think there was a couple of times, I think. But then again, that could just be like recency bias where I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I think that she's such a main... She is a main character. And obviously she has a massive effect on every character in the show. So it'll be interesting to see, did she record her season or do they have to write her out like mid-season like they have to do like uh, JR and fucking Dallas or something like that. Where they have to like kind of... Or uh, Oliver Reed, was it? That died during Gladiator? Um, uh, I or Paul Walker in Fast and the Furious same yeah. thing yeah uh, or Carrie Fisher so or Carrie Fisher in Star Wars yeah, yeah. so it'd be interesting to see how they do it there's a couple of things they could do I mean I think it'd be very funny but obviously you've got to be the good part respectful. about it being a, a cartoon is they could always just like revamp or like re- like reuse her audio from other seasons and you could you could almost yes. implement a conversation that she could just say the same thing or she could you know it would still be Mallory Archer's uh attitude in her character you know but I I think it would be quite nice for them to write her out or at least kill her off in some sort of funny way i think she has to go out spe- either go out spectacularly or they do it off screen i think her she yeah. deserves that either either it's like quietly done off screen and it's done like it opens up with like the funeral or something or yeah you uh 
what do you call it? Or you do some sort of spectacular, like guns blazing sort yeah. of thing. It could be uh, it could be a classic archer where she'd be talking up something so grand and be like, don't be so yeah. don't be so uh worried for me on like Sterling. It's everything's gonna be fine and then flash cut to a, a funeral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh I think I trust them to get it right. But yeah, it was, yeah. It was a Sad news. And obviously, did you watch Arrested Development? I loved Arrested Development. I got introduced to Arrested Development <laughs> back in high school, I think. My my friend Lloyd Jones was the only one in our in my friendship group that had Sky. All <laughs> uh, oh, right. So, okay. so he introduced me to Arrested he Development. He was the Messiah. He was. He had Sky and he had a PlayStation. <laughs> we had four channels and a Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> Um, so Messiah. Lloyd introduced me to Arrested Development and then I got more into it in uni and I might go back into it because since she's died, there's been a lot more stuff on YouTube about Arrested Development that I've noticed. I don't know if that's mm. just the algorithm, but what Probably. I've really enjoyed is this guy is timing, crap, uh, Michael Cera's character, his internal, yep. internal monologues, his internal monologue times. So like someone <laughs> will ask him a question and the narrator will start narrating about what he's thinking. And mm. then this guy like starts pushing the timer and it's like timing up to 40 seconds. And then he goes, it had been 40 seconds since George, <laughs> since George Michael had even said a word and he stops it. And it was like exactly 40 <laughs> seconds. So I kind of want to go back into it and just relive Arrested Development. If you it, guys, it if the listeners haven't very watched clever. any of Arrested Development or Archer, I, we highly recommend that you go in and, watch it because uh jessica walters is probably the standout in both uh, yeah both i'd say she's one of the standouts in both of them yeah and it's uh, also they're impressive. both incredibly funny so yeah uh yeah arrested development arrested development is one of these things where i think it, it'll get further down the line people realize how great it actually was yeah <laughs> yeah don't forget there's always money in the banana stand always money how much is a banana ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Well, moving on to moving on to, I guess happier news, uh, in a way, is that yesterday it was Quentin Tarantino's birthday. It was big Quentin. How old is he? Did you big find Quentin. out? I didn't actually look up how old he is. He yeah. must be uh, terrible research for the podcast. <laughs> a terrible research. I, I wasn't really planning on talking about how old he was. Uh, age is just a number. Rory. Age is just a number. I age is just for a number. One, I'm turning he says, a certain age. He says being twenty nine when you're turning a certain age this year. I'm turning a certain age and I'm 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 terrified of the number, but also I act like a four year old, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're as old as you act, as my grand says, I think. I tend to he just is, he's supposedly fifty eight. Fifty eight. Good effort. I thought you would have been older. But um no, no, certain thing that you wanted to do to celebrate Quentin's birthday. Well, I was reading an article about uh, it was like, it's Quentin Tarantino's birthday, so we have uh, they ranked Tarantino's films, and from worst from what they think is worst to best. Okay. And then I thought we could do quickly run through ours, and we can quickly talk about just how much fun we have watch how much fun you have watching Quentin Tarantino films. Nice one. So, those of you that don't know, um, Tarantino is famous for saying that he's only going to make ten movies. And obviously he's been mm -hmm. involved in a lot more than that, but I think his directorial movies, rather than things he's helped write and stuff like that, he's only made nine? 
Yeah, he's only made nine. He's only made nine. Although he's directed other things. Like, he directed two episodes of Crime Scene Investigation. Yeah. Um, and he's and he did things like uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Planet. From Dusk Till Dawn. He did From Dusk Till Dawn, which is a really good movie. And probably one of the first Tarantino movies I saw, actually. Uh, but it's not one of his. So what we're ranking are his nine projects. So he's famously said he's going to stop at ten because he wants to leave a legacy and... People get worse as they get older and move on, which yeah. I think compared to our rankings, probably yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe yeah. And uh, so what we're doing is we're going to rank his ten. We're he's only I'll, done. I'll we've got ten. The... We've got a top ten. However, we're doing Kill Bill as two movies because Volume One and Volume Two are technically so it's only two nine. Movies, but technically it's two only films, yeah. But so um, before I, I'm going to read you their list and I'm going to read you. My list, but I haven't actually seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I missed it when it came out in the cinema, ah. and I've been waiting for it to come on Netflix okay. or Amazon Prime. But before you jump uh, in, what we'll we'll give everyone the chronological order of how these movies came out, if you want. Okay, and then we'll go through all the rankings. Does that sound good? All right, go for it. Yeah. So, nineteen ninety two, Reservoir Dogs came out. Ninety four is Pulp Fiction. Ninety seven is Jackie Brown. Two thousand and three and two thousand and four are the Kill Bill movies. 2007 is the Grindhouse movie Dead Death Proof. 2009 Death Proof. is Inglorious Bastards. 2012 is Django Unchained. 2015 was The Hateful Eight, and 2019 was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So go with uh, yes, the website's rankings. What did they do? So the website ranking was Death Proof at nine. Okay. Uh, and they've come. They've put Volume One and Volume Two together. So okay, well, fair enough. Uh, so uh, The Hateful Eight. At number eight. Oh. Django at seven. Oh. Django Unchained at seven. Then Reservoir Dogs. This oh is my where God. I get. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Jackie Brown's at five. Yeah. Right? Which is, you can, I think Jackie Brown's actually an underrated one. That's a movie then I've you've not got seen. Which people might. Kill Bill Volume One and Two at four. Mm-hmm. Then it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Pulp Fiction, and they have Inglorious Bastards at one. No way. They do. They're so Unilad.co.uk, uh, you can... Uh, I, think it's, I think it's the wrong way around, but I think they've got mixed up there. But then it is personal opinion. They're wrong. <laughs> they're wrong, but, you know, personal they're opinion. They're wrong, but... I mean, we're, we're going to compare our two. Uh, and by looking... We've written them down together. They're pretty our, similar. Our top three is exactly the same. Ish. Yeah. We've yeah. got the same three movies, but they're in a different order slightly. Uh, actually, yes. top four. No, yeah. Nope, top top three. three are the same. Top top three are the same. Top three are the same ish. So I, let's put just side note. He's never really made a bad film. He's not. His There's movies are incredible. Yeah, they're all incredible. You might not like some of them, but yeah. they're not actually At that. Least, none of them are really bad. The ones that I've seen. So right off the bat, I'm just going to say Death Proof and Jackie Brown. I've not seen yet. I hold my hands up. Feel free to shoot yep. me in the face. I apologize. That's all right. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so we're yeah. we're ranking. We've got one or two each that we haven't quite seen. Yeah, but uh, I would say Death Proof for for me goes in at nine. Uh, he's not. It's not. He, he doesn't even consider it to be his best work. Uh, oh really? It's a good film. It's a good film, but it's not. Uh, it's not his best. It's not got the kind of the broadness of characters really. Yeah, that you kind of expect. Uh, yeah. And then you've got Jackie Brown, which is on Netflix, by the way. So recommend watching. Oh, that. sick! Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's on Netflix. So 
So what's your? I bought it on I bought it on DVD and it was on Netflix. What's your ranking? And then I'll go through mine. So, uh, Death Proof at nine, Kill Bill Volume Two at eight, Ben and Glorious Bastards, Kill Bill Volume One, Jackie Brown, Hateful Eight, Reservoir Dogs, Django Unchained, and Pulp Fiction at number one. Nice. I've gone Death Proof and Jackie Brown bottom two because I've not seen them yet. Yep. Eight. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Seven. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'll explain why. Seven, Kill Bill Volume 2. Six, Kill Bill Volume 1. You can probably put them together. You probably could, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a hard one. Five, Hateful Eight. Four, Inglorious Bastards. Three, Reservoir Dogs. Two, Django Unchained. One, Pulp Fiction. One, Pulp Fiction. So yeah. we're pretty much in agreement the top three. Top three. Uh, Django Unchained did to Westerns what Pirates of the Caribbean did to Pirate to Adventure films. Yeah. Uh, for a brief moment, we had like a whole spate of westerns coming out after Django Unchained. Yeah, uh, a bunch of great ones. Pulp Fiction is Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction think. is an absolutely genius movie, and it yeah, should it should live at number one way. all the time. Doesn't matter what his tenth yeah. movie is, Pulp Fiction will still be at number one. Yeah, Django. I a lot of people I, I have mean... said that Django was his most. Um, like tame movie like he never really ventured out and did anything weird or anything like like the hateful eight is in one room type thing you know and pulp fiction yeah. is so weird with timelines and things like that and uh looping back around to the start of the movie django is just so this is what critics have said is linear. It's so linear, linear and it's a adventure story and then it becomes a tarantino movie at the end with all the shoots and the guns and the blood and yeah. stuff but for me i loved it I loved the main character of Jamie Foxx and I loved um, Christoph Waltz's character and I just like cowboys, so. <laughs> oh, do you? I do, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Giant Cotton Chains is a great film. I think it's quite long, uh, but mm. it's definitely worth... I think it's one of these ones where you watch the full thing and if you get past the 2 hour 34 mark, your concentration pays off and yeah. you get the rewarded for your... Uh, yeah for watching the film uh and then i've got reservoir dogs just for the the oh. michael madsen scene alone is worth every penny the dancing scene uh the dancing scene and then you've got uh the restaurant scene at the start as well as nice. a classic yeah uh which tarantino's in uh he, he i'm pretty sure is, he is in every single one he's in of most movies. of them yeah i think he's in most of them yeah django he's an aussie he that so blows long. himself up is he aussie or is he south african I think you might find it. How did you not notice the South African accent? I'm pretty sure he's Australian. <laughs> Yo, he says the word. Sure? Yeah, because every every last every the word ever after the se every I sentence is mate. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you don't pretend to be Australian Maybe without putting Australian. mate at the I end of every sentence. I thought you were South sentence. African Tarantino character. I'm pretty sure he's Australian. Django. But um, I'm looking it up now. What you've done is you've gone Hateful Eight is number four. I've done Inglorious Bastards is number four, but Hateful Eight is number five for me because I've only I think I've only seen it once, and I remember it being a good movie, but I remember having more fun watching Inglorious Bastards, which is why I've put it up there. I really like right. Brad Pitt's um, Italian accent, <laughs> um, and I enjoy the the whole story. The Hateful Eight is a really good movie and it's intense and it's more about a character develop it's like not development but like it's like a whodunit type thing you know yeah i quite like i just like the i think there's a weird opening i just 
Hateful Eight for me, I think the characters make it more than the characters in Inglorious Bastards. Mind you, Brad Pitt is fantastic in Inglorious Bastards. I think it really just comes down to like a personal oh, preference. Personal preference, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, um, Kill Bill, both volumes, I'll admit right now, I've only ever seen them once each. So that's why there's yeah, okay. six and seven for me, because I don't really remember them. <laughs> I see. I quite like... I, I like Kill Bill Volume 1, and I feel like it almost, like... I understand why there's Volume 2, uh, but Volume 1 is brilliant. Yeah. And I was, I've was i seen Volume 2, like you say... Well, I've not seen Volume 2 as much as I've seen Volume 1. Uh, but then they re-released it as a whole thing, and that Really? Is, like one big movie? I'm sure it's one big thing, though, because I think it's called The Whole Bloody Affair. Oh, cool. Uh, so I think it's all put together. I wonder if that will make it better. Mm, that's well named. <laughs> uh, and then obviously, I've got Inglourious Bastards at, like, it's sort of like the Kill Bill, Jackie yeah. Brown. I like Jackie Brown. I think Jackie Brown's a good film. I need to watch that uh, film. I, I remember the book. So the book's called Rum Punch. Uh, oh, it's based Elmore on the book, Leonard. It? It's based on a book, and the book is fantastic. The mm. book was written, it's written by Elmore Leonard, who's the same guy that wrote the book Get Shorty. Ah, oh, good movie. Which is also a film. Very good uh, film. So Get Shorty, that Justified as well was an Elmore Leonard's uh, story before it became a TV show. So he's kind of written a lot of char- like great characters over the years. He writes stories where it's kind of top suit. He writes books like Pulp Fiction, basically. Okay, cool. There's multiple different characters and you're not quite sure who's going to meet up with who or they cross each other's paths and stuff. Okay. So he's so, good. I mean, it's, uh... and then my... My last rated movie, because I haven't seen the other two, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I will tell you why. I mean, okay. you've not seen this This is yet. interesting, because a lot of people say it's quite good. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to hear. It's a very good movie. It's a long movie. But there's just so much B-roll that could be, like, skipped and cut out, in my opinion. So there's a lot of... It's, All right, okay. Like, it's long and it's very... Like, there's a lot of dead air in the terms of you've got a lot of Brad Pitt getting into a car and then driving in silence. Like, right, okay. he'll get into like his car drive. and he'll drive and it'll be like a GoPro shot of him driving. And he'll just drive. Okay. And then you'll maybe the camera will switch to behind him and he'll be driving. And I'm like, oh, you could just skip all... But, like, I don't know what he's doing because he's adding little bits of tension here and there and... You're thinking, yeah. why is why are we seeing this? Because nothing's happening. And then at the very end, like he'll stop at the lights and he'll meet a hippie or something. And that actually <laughs> that that starts the story to go off on a different tangent. It Ooh. is loosely based on the Manson murders. Yes, I know that. Yeah, and Sharon Tate. Yeah, so Sharon Tate is Leonardo DiCaprio's neighbor. And basically what Tarantino loves to do in a bunch of his movies is, like in Glorious Bastards, is what if Manson goes to the wrong house and he tries to kill Leo instead of Sharon Tate? <laughs> so it's so it all escalates from there and it's about the Manson uh, cult going up to the house and wreaking havoc of, of Leo, who is this actor that, used to be great and he feels like he's kind of losing his uh his ability to be a great actor because he's been typecast as a bad guy or something or typecast Uh, as a good guy and he wants to be a bad guy there's some phenomenal acting in it don't get me wrong 
Leonardo oh, yeah. DiCaprio has one scene in it that is just incredible. And <laughs> he acts next to this little girl who's also a really, really good actor. Um, maybe I'll bump, bump it up. <laughs> now that I'm talking yeah, about Maybe it. bump it up. Yeah, <laughs> maybe above Kill Bill. Um, but it's, the thing that's put it so low is that it is maybe too long and there's too many, there's too much sitting around watching Brad Pitt drive a car. Oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Some people might like that. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's why they voted it up. Very true. Um, you've got Death Proof down as their last one. I've not seen it. Uh, from what I remember, it, it just, it's not a bad film, but if, you, if when you're up against Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, Hateful Eight, uh, Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction, you just, it just falls down the list. Yeah. It's a good film. It's not particularly long, if I remember, as well. Uh, and Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell. So you're not really... I'm trying to think of the right words here. Like I said, you're not really... It's ranked a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, for example. Oh, nice. So Kurt Russell's Kurt Russell. The storyline's pretty good, but it's kind of like an homage to like the sort of 70s films and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, if you didn't like Brad Pitt driving a car, you're probably not going to like Kurt Russell driving a car because he drives his car a lot except he crashes it more. All right, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, he's like a serial killer in it. it, it's, it like I say, it's good. Mm. Uh, probably could be better, uh, but it works out quite well. And he just, he's, like I said, he's a serial killer and stuff like that. And he then like hunts down the survivors and stuff. So he kind of goes on a bit like a Freddy, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees type killing spree. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, I'll give. It, I might watch that tonight. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll give that a go. It's good. That yeah, sounds good. I'd watch that. I'd watch Jackie Brown. I would definitely watch. Uh, yeah. It's got it's got Samuel Jackson in it. Whereas like Death Proof was done, I think Death Proof would have been better if he hadn't been pairing up with Robert Rodriguez to oh. for the Grindhouse because it was filmed under Grindhouse mm-hmm. and then the Grindhouse and Planet Terror. And I like Robert Rodriguez as a director, uh, but I wonder if that was if if Tarantino had just gone after Death Proof by himself. I wonder if it'd been a different film. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who if, knows? Um, we'll try and get the listeners involved. If you guys want to give us your top ten slash top nine of Tarantino's yeah. films, drop us a message on Instagram DMs, Twitter DMs. Drop us a tweet. We want to get all, um, people listening involved as much as we can. Um, so if you guys feel like our lists are outrageous, then let us know. <laughs> uh, it is personal opinion, but you're all wrong and we are right. <laughs> you're all wrong and we are right. And that's, um, that's, 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 that's the feature of every great debate. Exactly. Democracy. <laughs> democracy. Um, so <laughs> I love well, democracy. Moving on to a segment, a new segment to the show. That... Yeah, well, we were thinking about Suicide Squad, weren't we? And we were thinking about how they're all going to be wacky, because at this point, we don't know, apart from uh, King Shark. King Shark, great uh, name. We don't know f- who else does what. There's a guy dressed in polka dots. I don't know what he does. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember that, like, yeah. He, I don't know what he does yeah, either. There's like Pete Davidson's character. We don't even know what the weasel thing does. Uh, is he just a weasel? So, Just a weasel. So what I've done is I've gone out and I have found... Uh, a, a rather weird a book called Would You Rather Randoms and the, the author Rory like this the author is called Clint Hammerstrike that's an incredible name 
incredible name. He might make it into Bear Valanche with a name he like sh- that. He should make it into the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Clint, into the sequel. what? He could be part of the military unit. Clint Hammerstrike. Hammerstrike. Fantastic. Clint Hammerstrike and Chad Yeager sound like they could yes. save the world. Definitely. So uh, what are we calling this segment? So, we're calling this segment Would You Rather? I guess I guess it's Would You Rathers. Uh, would you rather? But we're going to... I've. Would you rather? What ifs? Would you rather? What ifs? Something like that. Would you rather? Uh, I'll, I'll, see, I'll talk so, to Stuart and see if he can make a jingle up for us. <laughs> a jingle up for us. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> either, either or. Either or. Either or. Either or. Okay. So obviously we don't need to ask the superhero supervillain question because we're going with villain because we're creating our own super... We're creating our own Suicide Squad character. Oh, okay. Right? So, so what I've decided is... I was thinking, I read this book and it was like, here's this page on superpowers. And I was like, well, maybe we could make our own Suicide Squad character. We can give him a, give him a name uh, or her a name. And from there on out, we can, maybe we could just base them off you, Rory. And then you can be in the Suicide Squad. How does that sound? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So supervillain, would you rather be invisible or able to fly? Oh, quick question. If I can fly... Do I only fly as fast as I can run? Oh, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and say you can fly as fast as you fast as you can make yourself fly. Ah, fly. That'll be different compared to the next question. Uh, fly? Maybe fly. Yeah, fly. Fly. Okay. Uh, would you rather age at half the speed of a normal human being, or run one hundred times the speed of a normal human? Um, obviously normal, we're going to put average because obviously not Usain, Usain Bolt's a normal human. <laughs> yeah, he's a normal human being. He can just run really fast. Uh, I'm so, going to say run fast because if I can run, run fast, fast then I can your, fly you wanna, fast. You wanna, what when you start, will you regret that when you start losing your hair? No, because life is long enough. Life is long I enough. Think, I think if you, make, if you make it to your 90s, it's some good innings right there. Good innings right there. All right. So, so far you are flying and you can run really fast so you're pretty much just turning yourself into superman uh be able to lift up lorries with your hands or lift them up with your mind hands hands yeah because it looks cooler hands (laughs) (laughs) it looks cooler you're so vain (laughs) yeah there could be some you could put that in the name somewhere vain man vain man (laughs) you could be a giant vein (laughs) Just one word. Just, it's, just, it's one word now. Just vanity. Vanity. Look, look, is it a bird? Is it a No, it's vanity. There he is. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you rather be able to create fire or ice? Oh, fire. Fire. I think there's a lot of superpowers. There's a lot of superpowers. I'm just reading them out here. We can pick the best ones. Would you be like to be able to stretch to incredible lengths or shrink to microscopic size? Shrink. Shrink. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I mean, you've got Captain or Mister Fantastic. He stretches a lot. Yeah. I'd rather you know be able to because sh- I can't go invisible. I can fly. I might as well go really really small. That's true. And then fly That's around. True. Have X-ray vision or supersonic hearing? Oh. <laughs> You're stumped. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Um, I think X-ray vision, because then you can... Can you turn both on and off? Or do you I, always I, have X-ray vision? I guess vision? so. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely got, not constant. If you've got supersonic hearing, I don't really want to hear everyone's issues all the time. 
So like X-ray vision. You'd be you able to be hear like, everything, Rory. I You'd could... be able to hear everything. Oh no. <laughs> um, I think probably X-ray vision. X-ray vision. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Do you want to shoot lasers out your eyes or spider webs from your hands? Oh, none of the above. Can I just pick none? No, nope, you can't have none of the above. You can have either or. It's called Would You Rather. Oh, <laughs> That's um, the game, Rory. Well, I guess lasers, because I can already fly, so I don't need to swing. All right, okay. So you're basically turning yourself into Superman. I see where this is going. <laughs> All right, back to the mind question. Would you be able to move things with your mind or or control people's minds? I feel like control people's minds is really creepy. It is creepy, isn't it? Uh, move. Move. And then, obviously, you're going to go for... Would you rather be super strong or super smart? Strong. 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 Too, <laughs> too smart already. Vanity is strong. There's so many in here. Like, who would you, who would you rather fight? Tinky Winky or Peppa Pig? Oh, Tinky Winky. And does that depend if you're still a superhero vanity? I don't know. Just right in the dick. <laughs> it is Tinky Winky. <laughs> it is Tinky Winky. <laughs> it is Tinky Winky. <laughs> is, there a, is there a conclusion to this superhero thing? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Vanity Court, well, we can look at let's, Vanity, Let's right? finish so, this off. So who am I? Wrap this up. Wrap this up, right? So for Suicide Squad, Vanity, our new superhero or supervillain, can fly, run 100 times the speed of a normal human, be able to lift up lorries with their hands, create fire. Nice. Shrink. Nice. X-ray vision. Class. Uh, lasers, move things with their mind, and they're super strong. All right. How do, how do you die in Suicide Squad? How do I die in Suicide Squad with all my yeah, powers? Yeah, how does Vanity die? Vanity <laughs> dies by basically saving someone or some a bunch of people and be in a, in such an incredible way i've used all my powers i've like flown yeah. shrunk down moved some stuff and then as i've lifted something up to save all these people i just think look how great i am right now and then suddenly i'll just get <laughs> obliterated just by destroyed. something <laughs> by by the by the villain i was, yeah. I was thinking that just I was like maybe like, like of... skewered in the back with something and then ugh. <laughs> lifted up yeah. yeah so at least as you're sighted, as you're like like being held off by the villain on this giant spear and you're like but do i look good doing it yeah it's a, no, i want to die a good death i want to die in a cool way <laughs> in a cool way or i was thinking like you do all the things to save people and then some kids doing their videoing with his phone and you're like you like look at the catch yourself in the mirror and like your hair's off and then all of a sudden God. you like, like, you're like oh, oh no, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> my hair's off. And then you see this kid videoing and you're like, what the hell, kid? And you go up to like delete it off his phone and that's when the villain gets you. Oh, nice. That's quite a good one. <laughs> nice. That was fun. You can't take a video of me. That's a good segment. Uh, that'll do it for this week, won't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. If you guys want to contribute to the topics, find us on all the socials by searching for That's Class Pod and let us know what you find class. We'll probably put it in a future episode if we like what you find class. If we don't like it, then we probably won't feature it because it's, it's our thing. So <laughs> um, <laughs> you can also catch our faces on YouTube if you want to listen to this all again, but in a visual form. If you're one of those weirdos that likes to watch a podcast rather than listen to a podcast, that's <laughs> you're more than likely to do that. If you do do that on YouTube, leave us a like and leave a comment. 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a super day. Say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan.